0: (laughs) All right.
1: Hey guys, welcome to episode two, season three of On She Goes the Podcast. Today we have a really special episode. This one is called Get Inspired, and we are inspired by two lovely ladies that we have on the show today, Jen Ruggirillo and Freddie Ransom from BuzzFeed's Ladylike. Uh, Hi ladies. Hi. Hi. And we also have our uh, usual gang in the studio <laughs> with us. We have Becca Ramos. Woo-hoo. We have Rebecca Russell, our hey. Shiro, <laughs> And uh, Farron Nickdell. Hello. And so we're all here today. And first of all, I just want to thank you guys so much for coming on. Um, you guys are awesome. I watched the show, and it's super funny. I love your personalities. I love how natural you guys are. And um, tell us a little bit about the show, how it came about, and um, like, the entire concept in general for our audience cool well thank you again for having us we're really excited
2: to be here with you ladies um so I guess yeah ladylike I mean I would say the concept was born in 2015 Mm -hmm. is that right yeah 2015 um it started off with just like a small group some higher-ups at BuzzFeed at the company sort of kind of plucked some people out that they thought would be interested and do well at the project, and they just kind of gave us the directive of, like, make
3: something for women. Yeah, it was very... <laughs> they sort of just threw it at your face. Yeah,
2: yeah. Originally, the... Re- like, they created the show or wanted us to really create the show to be originally a Facebook show for facebook.com. So we had a Facebook vertical called top knot and it was like a beauty Facebook vertical. And they were like, well, let's, let's like make this into a Facebook show for top knot. After we, like, produced and released our first episode, the direction of Top Not the Facebook page completely changed. Okay. And so instead of just, like, beauty in general, it was just hair tutorials, pretty much. Yeah. And so then it just wasn't necessarily a great fit, so they were kind of like, well. <laughs> Either do it or don't but it won't be on this page.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Right, you ain't gotta go home, but. (laughs) Yeah.
2: (laughs) Yeah, and we definitely had so much fun like doing the first episodes. We were like, no, like this is something that we think is valuable. We think it's something that has a lot of potential and we wanted to keep making episodes. So that's what we did, yeah.
1: Cool. And so season two is all about completing items that are on your bucket list. Mm -hmm. And, you know, on she goes. We're kind of similar in that way in which one of the things that we try to do is encourage women of color to get out there, experience new things and don't let anything stop you. And, you know, pretty much just like be as adventurous as you possibly can. So this was like super cool to me. Where did the bucket list idea come from?
3: That came from a brainstorm with our team and our manager at the time. We sort of like, we had done a season last year. We didn't really have a set theme. It was sort of just like, we want to have fun. And it was, <laughs> we did a lot of episodes. We were trying different careers or doing different, basically like fun life tries, lifestyle tries. Mm-hmm. And so we wanted to come up with like a unifying theme that sort of would be have like wish fulfillment, but also give us an opportunity to travel and then also give us an opportunity to give back and talk to our fans and interact with our audience in a way that sort of connects with them and lets them, um, I think sort of like see things that they'd like to do. For sure. We definitely like for this, for
2: season two, we were just like, and I'm sure you saw the trailer too, but we just wanted it to be like bigger, better, more insane <laughs> than the first. And like, so we just came up with a bunch of things that we
3: thought sort of fit that. Yeah, we wanted yeah. to talk in that voice. Yeah, we wanted Freddie to talk does in that voice very well. <laughs> <laughs> and it was important. We, we sat down in that meeting. We we're like, listen, if Freddie doesn't get to speak in that voice during this season, we are out. Okay, we're done. <laughs> this is very important to all of very us.
1: Very important, yeah. So, we all have some questions for you guys, of course. Um, and does anybody want to start with anything, or? Uh,
0: no, no, you go first. Please <laughs> go we're first. We're also,
1: like, incredibly polite to each other. <laughs> <laughs> like, painfully polite.
0: Uh-huh. Go ahead. <laughs> Rebecca, go ahead.
4: Um, when you guys were traveling, were there any unexpected uh, norms specific to gender that you guys encountered? And where did you encounter them?
2: Mm. Hmm. So this, so this season we traveled twice. Mm-hmm. We went to Kenya in January for about nine days. yeah, And then we went to New Orleans for five days in March. Mm-hmm. Um, any specific?
3: I mean, I definitely felt like we, I don't know if the, if the other teams at our company feel this way. I definitely felt like, when, at least in the preparations to travel, there were, not that we were handled gingerly, but I think... Obviously, like expectations about our safety were sort of taken very seriously. And in some ways, like, you know, and I come from a mother who's very alarmist. So I'm sort of used to people always telling me, like, when you travel, like stuff, bad (laughs) stuff's going to happen and you have to be careful and you got to worry about this and that and this. And I think we definitely experienced it on our trip that there were times when we, uh, you know, we wanted to, I think, like network and we wanted to go out. And we definitely got the sense that you know the reason why people were resistant to letting us do that was because they were very concerned about our safety and very concerned that something would happen and mm-hmm. that we would not know how to handle ourselves in a new place mm-hmm. there was definitely like this sense of if not a norm but just this expectation that we wouldn't really know how to take care of ourselves right right
2: i yeah i definitely agree with that um especially because when we are in a new place like none of us had ever been to kenya let alone Africa but I think we're all pretty much on the same page is that when we go somewhere we want to be immersed in the culture and be immersed in you know everyday lifestyles there and that didn't feel like it felt like that just really wasn't an option for us yeah and we do think it could have been you know there the reins would have been a little bit looser had we been big boys big boys big handsome boys
3: yeah. <laughs> yeah not that
1: we're not handsome but you know well i was gonna ask about about kenya like you guys went to um basically learn about the first woman that we are all linked to yeah. um what was that experience like for you guys and this was after your dna test and all of that stuff what was that like
3: it was pretty incredible <laughs> it was it was actually like i mean we knew going in that it was going to be incredible mm-hmm. um the build-up to that trip was like several, several months of work and planning, and communicating with teams in Kenya and mm-hmm. production companies in Kenya because we needed guides, we needed people who could uh, speak the languages, we needed basically like permits to, like, to shoot, permits to shoot. Like I find it getting all the locations figured out. Like so, the build-up to it, you know, it was a lot. Mm-hmm. And so I think going in, we just knew like, okay, well, it's all been worth it because yeah. we're gonna go and we're gonna meet some incredible people, and we really did meet incredible people. Like we collaborated with this YouTube channel called Over 25, Yes. and we met all the ladies that work on their channel, and like they are, I mean. We're like friends now. We're friends, like yeah. we, we like, talk, we, oh my God, we like, yeah. We hung out, we went out with them one night. Like. Yeah, it was so much
2: fun. Um, yeah, for me, it was definitely an experience of a lifetime. At that point, I had never traveled overseas, like, in my entire life. And, like, especially for me as a black woman in America, like, what better first big overseas trip than Kenya? Like, that was honestly a dream come true for me. I was like, wow, like, never in a million years did I ever imagine that this could be possible for me. And not only to just go, but to go and learn and do work and sort of be amongst my people I mean it felt it was truly life-changing like I definitely like when I first got there we got to our hotel which was beautiful we stayed at the Norfolk hotel right in Nairobi and you know that I think the first morning we woke up and it had like a beautiful courtyard in the back and I just like teared up a little bit because I was like what like I just never imagined <laughs> and I and I traveled you know a little bit growing up I, I don't have like a I wouldn't say I have a super like travely family we would mm-hmm. go you know we stayed on the east coast for the most part would go down to Florida um down to the Bahamas which life. was cool but <laughs> no one in my family has traveled this way and it was I mean my mom was emotional about it and really happy and it was because I felt like I was going sort of representing my entire family and everyone who didn't have a chance to do what I was doing so it was truly
1: life-changing that's wonderful.
2: That is so and that cute. first
3: morning, like, we were all, like, jet-lagged and tired, and Freddie, you came out, and you looked beautiful, and your braids were incredible, and it was just, like, I, I was glowing, yeah. I was exhausted, was but I
0: was glowing, you like, were. I was
2: truly in my damn homeland. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Freddie, I know that you said you didn't have a passport, and this was, like, your first international trip, but it was kind of, like, coming home, you know, because you're going to Kenya, did the language barrier kind of scare you though because I know that's something that kind of really um scared me because I don't speak Spanish and Mm so going to Puerto Rico that was kind of like the scariest thing for me because I did like a true islander experience Mm -hmm. and I was like wow like this is terrifying and I'm that's something that's I think scared me about international travel is the idea of like not being able to communicate well so did that really um especially being you know a part of the black experience going to Kenya did people ever make you feel weird about the fact that you couldn't speak their language or anything like that you know and this is what I learned
2: and I think you know people say it all the time but America sucks you want to know why. You want to know why. I'm on board. Because we only speak English. Everyone else speaks English. Yeah. Yeah. Like, we, it's just, it's bizarre. Like, I went there definitely expecting for there to be a bit of a barrier. We definitely had, like, translators with us and people to help us out and a fixer. But we, you know, I was fully expecting for it to be a little bit of a challenge or a lot of kind of, like, back and forth. Mm -hmm. There was none of that. I mean, literally everyone was speaking our language. And it was cool, but also it made me feel sad because when foreigners come to America, we expect them to speak our language. When we go to their countries, we expect them to speak our language. You know, it's like, it's it's definitely a double-edged sword in that, yes, it's convenient, but also it's like, gosh, like, I just wish that we could be better in that yeah. way, you know?
0: Mm-hmm. No, definitely.
1: Mm-hmm. Um, what? Uh, tell me a little bit about the D- DNA test, the Ancestry test. I'm actually super curious about that. We did an episode um, called Ancestry.na yeah. last year <laughs> where we basically talked about how we feel super targeted by 23andMe and, like, Ancestry.com for, like, come back and, and figure out your roots. And it's, like, I don't need you to just tell me that my grandparents are from Virginia. Like, <laughs> I need to know, like, actual things, you know? And no shade, Virginia. Virginia's great. Um, but, I'm from you know, Virginia. I just <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> but, like, you know, I don't know anything beyond that. And so it's, like, I know you guys did a 23andMe. Um, what was that experience like, and, like, did you find out information that you did not know before? Is it, you know, was it worth it to you?
3: I mean, this is a conversation that we had with 23andMe a lot when we were producing the videos, because we sort of knew going in that, Freddie, your results were going to look different than, Mm -hmm. like, my results would. Mm -hmm. How do we handle that conversation? How do we talk about it in the video? And then also, like, we want to have, like, a conversation with the representative from the company in the actual video. When it was done, how'd that conversation make you feel?
2: I mean, basically, like she wanted Ladylike to know that 23andMe knows that they have a lot of work to do in getting, you Mm -hmm. know, more accurate and more specific results for people from the African diaspora. And so, you know, my results were vague. They were vague. Like, I think, you know, they they were, it was like an entire region of Africa.
3: Yeah. And it's just
2: (laughs) like, okay, cool. You know, but there was nothing, it was, it didn't get any more specific than that, which was, even with the disclaimer, it was still disappointing. And, you know, it was one of those things where it was like the people that they, you know, test on and get data from are typically white and European. And so that's why people with those backgrounds get the most specific information. Mm. Um, I mean, my, yeah, I mean, the biggest shock in my results was that I was like 24.6%
3: white, which...
1: Mm. Is a lot.
2: That's pretty yeah. significant, for me yeah.
3: To digest. <laughs> that's the exact thing you said in the video too. You're like, that's a lot. That's
2: a lot. And then, if you watch closely, the rest of the video when other people are getting their results, I'm just like staring off into space, like you know the white woman being <laughs> with the formulas. Your
3: whole life changed.
2: changes. Yeah. Who? <laughs> like, Who? Just like the, equ- the equations. Just like I just like it cu- I couldn't get over it. I was like, what, why, and how. <laughs> But yeah.
1: Oh, oh <laughs> right. hold on! The lights Wait, just went oh, off our, our lights room. just went out. Hold on. I think they're be Did the on, lights just go up. out on you
3: guys? Yeah. Are you guys okay? <laughs> Let me grab my phone. I'll Wait. Use the flashlight. We can't see. <laughs> oh. Wait. Where's my phone? <laughs> oh
2: no. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> We're falling apart. We're falling apart over here. Pardon <laughs> us. Sorry.
1: <laughs> well, that'll be a fun portion of the podcast when the lights went out. <laughs> <laughs> like, BuzzFeed, you got to pay the bills. Right? Yeah. <laughs> um, um, Let me ask you guys this. Uh, what was your general overview of travel before you started to do this show? I know, Freddie, you mentioned, like, you know, being uh, in Virginia and, like, just, like, driving down to Florida and stuff like that. Like, Jen, what what was your overview of travel? Like, were you guys, ex- like, interested in traveling growing up?
3: Was it, you know, a given or did you know that you were going to be traveling? I've, so the only place, the only countries really that I'd been to before Kenya was, I'd been to Canada a couple of times, and then I went to Japan when I was 23. So I, and I'm growing up, my family, I'm from the Midwest, and mm-hmm. so we love Wisconsin. We're just like big <laughs> Wisconsin heads, you know, Door <laughs> County, we're, we love it. Um, and, and my family's based in Michigan, so I've traveled to Michigan a lot uh, from <laughs> Illinois. So travel for me was just something that, so it was sort of this like, mystical exciting thing like until I was like in you know 23 when I went to Japan I hadn't really had the experience of like going somewhere and knowing that and even though I am like half Japanese like knowing that like you're not going to fit in with the culture you're you're, there's going to be things that you're going to get wrong you're going to sort of have to learn a lot in order to make sure that you're respectful so my sense of like travel at least like I had sort of been prepared in the sense that when I went to Japan like I was like very hyper aware of, of me as an American and being mm-hmm. like, where is it appropriate for me to do certain things? How much space should I take up? Like, how do I make sure that I'm being respectful, having fun and learning? Mm-hmm. So that experience sort of like prepped me, but you know, we're in like our, our later twenties, like it's sort of this thing now where it's like, we're adults, like mm-hmm. we, uh, you know, we can do things on our own and we, we can like, we have more perspective. So I think like traveling now, And, you know, and also we didn't travel when we were a lot younger, really. So it's like traveling now when you're a little bit older and you're sort of smarter, right? Because you just have more perspective and you realize how, like, special and not a given it is to be able to go places. Totally. Yeah, I mean,
2: it's it's funny because... Um, after Kenya and then New Orleans, I just like had the travel bug and I just booked a last minute trip to London and Amsterdam That's just for amazing. myself. And I was like, look at me, I'm a traveling bitch.
3: Yeah. <laughs> I mean, but you were though. You were like, your I Instagram
2: stories from those trips. Yeah. I mean. I was living my goddamn best life. <laughs> <laughs> and, and Jen, you're going to Europe in the fall.
3: I am. Yeah. For the first, nice. for the first time. Yeah. Yeah. Which is nuts.
2: Yeah. So it definitely has sparked, I think, something in all of us for sure. Yeah.
3: Yeah. Where are you going, yeah. Jen? So I am, um, my dad's family is from Italy. So we do have uh, relatives in Sicily and they're, okay. you know, they're chill. They, they're, their last names are Ruggirello still, which is kind of crazy. So we're <laughs> going to go, my cousin, my grandparents are like friends with them, I guess. They're their cousins. So we're going to go and stay with them for a little bit and do more traveling around Italy. And then me and one of my older sisters are going to do London. Together.
2: Ooh, I didn't know. I know. -hmm, You
3: can like Mm. give me some hookups with cool people. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Um, I just really worry. My thing is this like, when I go to, I've been watching a lot of like British TV lately. And I just have a problem because I just, first of all, I can't do a British accent, but I always (laughs) want to. And I'm just, when you were in London, did you ever just want to be like, oh, hello? (laughs) Yes. And that's horrible. That's like, I just don't want to do that there, but I'm worried I
2: will. Well, this is the weird thing. When I was, for some reason, when I was in Amsterdam and they don't have, like, yeah, obviously not a British accent there. But when I was over (laughs) there, I just, like, felt fancy and, like, felt like I had to pronounce things weird. Like, I had... aluminum. Like, I was like... Like, what's the wee And it's like, bitch, it's Wi-Fi. <laughs> Why does it have to say wee I was
5: like, it just felt necessary. <laughs> oh, <we see> <laughs> the say No, they don't. <laughs> I found it when I was in London a lot of the locals there, because I studied abroad there for a little bit, mm-hmm. but a lot of the locals always wanted to try out their American accent, so that kind of gave me the ground to try out my okay. British accent, <laughs> yeah. and we'd rate each other, so they'd be like, I really want a hamburger, and I'm like, that sounds great, that sounds awesome! <laughs> and then I'd go back and say something, and they're like, okay, we gotta work on this, but... <laughs>
2: <laughs> I'm sure you can system. try it out. It's
5: a support system, exactly. Yeah. Yeah.
2: I-, I think they love that back and forth. There's, like, some guys that we... or The girl that I went with, she mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. He has some friends there, and so they would—they loved to try out their American accents, but like the, <laughs> they. <laughs> Their only idea of American accents is like Jay-Z or T.I. Like it's either like <laughs> like Atlanta and Southern or like they'll just say like, nah, son. And like that's it. I mean, it's good. Do they do it? They, they do did good. good. Yeah, okay.
1: they did well. You know, you got to give them their props for that. That's such a random American accent idol to have like, yeah. on T.I. Yeah, right. I can't do a T.I. accent. Me either. It was like a uh, Grand Hustle pimp. I can't right. like, I can't do it. Like, I don't know. That was pretty good. I don't good. think he has
4: any notable phrases. Besides Grand Hustle? Right, yeah. <laughs> (laughs) (laughs) (laughs)
1: When when we we actually just got back from New Orleans, me and Rebecca went to Essence Fest and, um, yeah, I, I feel like when we were there, we were kind of—at least I was. I went straight
4: Creole, and yeah, I know I sounded <laughs> like a damn fool. Like, yeah, like, I was pronouncing it Loisina, and oh my God, Lo- Loisina. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> No And then I caught myself, and I was like, Rebecca, you are from uh, the South Side of Chicago. <laughs> Let's get it together. Yeah, um, you'll yeah, it'll change this. you. Yeah, yeah, it changed I, me real fast. Uh, I have a question. You guys said that you had just like started traveling a lot more in your later twenty. 20- Do you guys have any advice for a woman who doesn't necessarily feel proficient in travel yet? Like, what would be your biggest tip for them to get started?
2: Um, So this is is the hard thing. So I'm definitely a proponent for, like, traveling alone. I haven't necessarily done it before or overseas, but, like, I don't think women should be super afraid to. I think that that can hold a lot of people back. But I would say for the first big trip, I would try and bring a friend just to, like— just to ease into it and, like, learn how to move and learn how to navigate and maneuver. Um, but also, sometimes you can't depend on other people. Like, you will be yeah. waiting around for people to book their ticket, and yes. then they'll never do it, and you'll just, you'll just never go. Yeah. So it's one of those things is just, like, find someone reliable and, like, you know, try to find a friend the first time. And then mm-hmm. after that, if you feel comfortable enough, like, don't be afraid to just go. Yeah. I think that's good advice.
3: Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I've been that friend who's been like, um, I don't know, I want to go, <laughs> and then like doesn't and people just you know like sometimes that's okay too. Like I yeah, think, like a lot of people have travel anxiety, you mm-hmm. know, um, but having someone that makes you feel comfortable, if if as long as they're the person that will actually book the ticket, that will go, yeah, is, is, is seems is very sound advice.
2: Yeah, and then just do your research too. Yeah, like even like, like going into Kenya again, that was months and months of preparation and lots of research of just yeah. like even just, like, small things down to, like, you know, wardrobe and, like, certain things like that. It was just, like, things that you wouldn't have thought of, and it's just like, oh, that makes sense, you know? Like, and we were going to, like, we were in the bush and, like, on safari and, like, need to make sure we had specific, like, bug repellent that was and then like making sure that we reapplied like every 12 you know there were a lot of things we had to do our due diligence on um so yeah i would just say like research 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 try to find people who have gone there are so many facebook groups too yeah so yeah use your resources totally Surprisingly, we managed to we do managed, it. And, and we're all hot messes. Yeah, so. yeah. <laughs> yeah.
1: Were, were people curious about you guys as Americans when you were traveling abroad? And this is, like, across the board, like, in Kenya. Um, Jen, when you went to uh, Japan and, like, you know, in London. And were people curious about you as Americans? Like, Jen, could they tell that you were American and were, did they have
3: questions or, like, you know? I'm, They So in Japan, it was interesting. So my trip was through this program called the Kakahashi Project, which is this program. It's a joint program between uh, the Japanese American Citizens League and the government in Japan. So they send Japanese Americans and Asian Americans uh, to Japan for this basically like 10-day, all-expenses-paid trip for you to experience the country. Um, It's kind of like birthright, sort of. It's Mm -hmm. it's different, (laughs) but... um, when I was there, I was traveling with a large group of like Japanese Americans and Asian Americans, and so when we were in a large group, you know, people could obviously tell. You know, we're, we were we were loud. We were you know we were dressed a little bit differently. Um, we were k- taking photos of like old everything, like cute babies, old people, and you know, independent. <laughs> like, what, are you, what are you guys doing? You know, um, but when I was traveling, like when I was in a smaller group or when I was by myself, it was interesting because. Um, You know, sometimes when I would go up to a shopkeeper or somebody like that, I think just because I am half Japanese, people would speak Japanese to me at first, and then I would have to disappoint them. I know that um, feeling. (laughs) The curiosity with Americans was sort of, like, very centered around, like, politics, really? At least in Japan. It was 2017, and so people were asking me about uh, Trump a lot, which was just, like, not fun didn't want to talk about it but um (laughs) like i think they were i also felt like and this was funny because in japan we got to i stayed with the host family for a couple of days and um they this woman she came out and they they had like a big japanese meal for us but she also came out with like this big tray of french fries and she was like and here we have the french fried potatoes and you guys can eat as many as you like okay as many as you like (laughs) so cute yeah I don't know if that <laughs> answered your question. No, no, it definitely but, did. How about you, Freddie? Um,
1: what about
2: you, Fred? Yeah, so for me, um, I'm trying to remember like a lot of the conversation with the over twenty five girls in Nairobi was centered around I feel like it was a lot about just Buzzfeed and the digital scene in LA and sort of yeah. more about like our careers and because we have such similar careers, you mm-hmm. know, they have a very successful YouTube channel that they've been running for a while. We also yeah. do. So we just had a lot of um, talk about you know similars and different like similarities and differences between um, our two experiences. I would say in London though, it's interesting that a lot of people in Japan would bring up you know politics and Trumps with you, Jen. But yeah. in London, like a lot of the I I hung around a lot of um, I was like in the black scene a lot because the girl that I went with she has. Like I said, she has friends there, so they kind of, like, immersed us and took us around, like, took us to house parties and day parties that were just so black and so amazing, and I was obsessed. Um, (laughs) But they had a lot of questions about dating in America. Like, you know, the black guys and black girls over in London, they were just like, oh, like, they would get really excited when they would hear that we had American accents. They'd be like, oh, my gosh, so how are the men?
1: (laughs) And it's just like... (laughs) And what did you say? (laughs) Oh, my gosh.
2: And it's so interesting because I would, I mean, I was not the most positive because I was just (laughs) like... I was just at a stank period in my life, so I'm just stank (laughs) about... right but it's it's so funny because i feel like you know americans love british people and then british people love americans the girls over there were just like oh we love american men and me and my friend stacy were like oh why (laughs) (laughs) it was interesting over there they were saying like yeah um guys you know guys in london like they don't really approach women out because i was like you know how sometimes in america like at parties if you'll start dancing men will just come up behind you and just take it upon themselves to like (laughs) non-verbally ask you to twerk on them and they were just like oh no that is not a thing here
3: Uh uh-uh that's Was, was like, that your experience? Did people not approach? Oh, people? no. People? Not really.
2: Uh, they definitely, like, we had conversation, and, like, mm-hmm. it was definitely, people were friendly, but it wasn't like a,
3: hey, girl, let me get up on that egg. Yeah. <laughs> Good American accent he would have had right, if he exactly. had said that.
1: <laughs> Automatically with an American accent. <laughs> Do you guys, um, as as the bucket list went on, Did you guys fulfill all of the things on your bucket list? Or, like, what are some of the things that are left still on your list that you'd like to accomplish if you haven't?
2: Well, I think an unrealistic plan and dream of ours is just to keep traveling. Yeah. Like, all over the world.
3: We were, like, talking, brainstorming for a season three, and they were like, what are some, like, inexpensive ideas? And we were like, (laughs) travel. (laughs) Travel, but cheaply. Like, we, you know, we didn't really, we sort of just, that's the thing. We just want to, we've got the travel bug now. We want to keep going places yeah the,
2: the bar has been set high but i think in terms of like outside of travel for me and i don't know if this is too fangirly of me but maybe it's like spending a day with some of some people that i really look up to so like spending a day with tracy ellis ross
1: <laughs> oh that's a, that's <laughs> that ours be, too yep. that <laughs> would
2: be on my
3: bucket list <laughs> i mean you you we that's going to happen it's going to happen that's, it's going to happen
2: yeah i mean side note so we've been doing these birthday videos for mm-hmm. each other this year. It wasn't really a plan, but it was like, okay, we're going to plan surprise birthday things and do- make videos out of them for each member on the team when their birthdays come around. And Aww. so these ladies surprised me with a personalized video from Tracy Ellis Ross wishing me happy birthday. Oh, oh my, my god. my birthday. Yes. And I died. Like, when I actually <laughs> was dry heaving, I was just – I mean, I was not – I could not keep it together. <laughs> she, oh my god. She gosh. Really personalized it too. It was yeah. really sweet. She sent two videos Aww. personalized to me and I was just dead. I was on the floor. Dead.
1: That's so cute. That's a ama- so I mean you're definitely going to spend a day with her then. Of I course. mean that seems like it's the next step. That
2: seems like the ne- the next natural Yeah. next, next natural <laughs> step. Progression in your relationship. Yes. Is- Progression
1: in our relationship. We're
2: hanging out. Yeah, and then you guys hanging. are going to be super tight. She's going to be what like a you, mentor. going to be like
0: your mom, you know. Yeah. <laughs>
1: How about you? What's on your bucket list, Jen?
3: Um, let's see. I mean, for me, like I, I do like someday. I just want to create a television show. I want to just like have that title, creator, creator. Yeah.
1: I think you sure. guys are already creators. I mean, you yeah. seem to have we created a, yeah. a show. Thank You. Uh,
3: Thank
1: you so much. Thank you. <laughs> Don't sell
2: yourself yeah, short now. You do
1: stand up. <laughs> yeah,
2: but do you?
4: Yes. Yes. <laughs>
2: we all have passed. Maybe that's my bucket list item, not Jen's bucket list item. Like what, well, have been too, doing stand-up? Seeing Jen do stand-up. No, I would never. I'm, I have a huge fear of public speaking.
3: The thing is, like, you public speak all the time. Right? I know. It's... You're moderating a panel. This season. I know,
2: <laughs> and I'm, like, my picture sweating just thinking about it.
1: And so tell me, um, you mentioned that you guys now have the travel bug. Well, where do you want to go and why?
3: Ooh. I mean, well, I, well, God, no, we both have answers. You go. Okay.
1: I'll go next. <laughs> um, I mean, in
2: the immediate future, I'd really like to go to Columbia Mm. Um, there's one, one of our coworkers just got married there like a few months ago. Oh, that's
3: right. And it was,
2: I think it's pronounced Cartagena, but I don't know. I I might be mispronouncing it, but it is amazing. And I watched all the Instagram stories start to finish and I was like, I'm booking a trip tomorrow.
3: So I haven't booked the trip, but that's like (laughs) where I really want to go next. Yeah. Um, I really want to go back to Asia for Mm -hmm. sure. Um, and sort of do like other countries in Asia, Southeast Asia, especially, um yeah. Um,
1: yeah, just like as creative people and um, you know, capturing content and everything like that. Like who out there inspires you guys? Ooh, Issa Ray. She's great. Yeah. Tracy Ellis Ross. I just keep talking
2: about <laughs> you her. You should no, so talk annoyed. about her as much as you want. Uh, <laughs> that is your right. <laughs> who else? I mean, Rihanna. She's the queen. Like in the beauty world, I really like Jackie Ina a lot. Um, I think she's incredible and such an inspiration and so dope and cool just in terms of like she started off like she was in the military and would be. Um, doing tutorials. You know, this was 10, 15 years ago. She's been on YouTube for 10 years. I think, like, yeah, 10 years ago, she was beat in her uniform on YouTube doing, like, beauty tutorials because she just, like, loved it so much but was unable to wear it on a day-to-day. And now she's, like, making her own... She has her own makeup lines with, like, Too Faced and stuff. So that's really awesome.
3: That's awesome. And she has a mask fridge. Yeah, she's so great. (laughs) Yeah. I don't know. I mean, I really love, like, Cameron Esposito, I think, is really amazing. Like, I love her comedy. I love that she's, like... She cares about being impactful and, like, tries to do things with her platform. I love Constance Wu. I do. I think she's great. She's just an incredible actress, creator. She uses her platform and, like, speaks about, like, achieving justice. And, like, she genuinely will make posts that are political. And she has, like, spoken out against um, men in the industry who have, like, been sexual abusers. And, like, she's done this at risk to her career. And Mm -hmm. I feel like as as an Asian woman in the industry, like... Ugh, I just love her. She's, yeah. D- she's a yeah. Uh, yeah, I mean, basically just like we do we love Anthony of- from Queer Eye, too. I don't want to talk about this. Freddie. <laughs> <laughs> Freddie, 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 Freddie.
1: <laughs> well, I was going to ask, like, you guys have an amazing job. And I, I feel like this is something that I know tons of people, especially now in the Internet age where everybody is, like, trying to figure out how to get. Uh, notoriety, how to get in front of people, and all that stuff. What advice would you give to younger girls like like yours that are like you guys? You know, what advice would you give them to say like you can do this too, or unless you think they can't do it too? You know.
3: <laughs> <laughs> I mean, keep it real. I think like a big thing is just really you do have to like sort of be your own biggest fan. I think, mm-hmm. and like to also be kind to yourself mm-hmm. because the first, when you first start out, if you want to be like a YouTuber or a creator or anything like that, like when you first get started, you know, you're going to be throwing your stuff out there into this void and you're probably not going to have the safety of a built-in audience that we thankfully did when we first started. And so for that, for to be able to even have the confidence to do that, a lot of it is just like believing in your voice. And like, like I honestly just, I, for me, like something I just think about is like try and remind myself, like I like what I have to say sometimes it's cheesy to have to like say out loud these affirmations but mm-hmm. I think especially when you're young it's like if no one sometimes no one else is saying that to you yeah and like reminding you that you have to you should you should be proud of yourself and should be happy to like put your crap out there not your crap your amazing <laughs> beautiful <laughs> wonderful content
2: yeah mm-hmm. what about you Fred I mean this I mean it's very similar um I love how you said you know it's important to tell yourself that like you like what you have to say. I think people think that like, no, like I have nothing out of the ordinary to say, but to like what's out of the ordinary to you is something that someone who's just like you wishes that they could see out like in the world and see people talking about on the internet. You know, like it's so important to know that you are interesting and you are enough.
3: Yeah. Yeah. I got chills. Yes.
1: <laughs>
4: yeah amen Yeah. <laughs> so we are currently in our feel good look good content theme so we've been doing a lot of stuff around like self-care especially when traveling do you guys have any tips for how to kind of um keep it cute while you're on the road um it doesn't have to be like cosmetic based but just like in general you know how you keep it together
2: yeah while you're traveling i mean keep up with your meds while you're traveling yeah
3: oh that's that is that's huge yeah. actually that's a very big one yeah it's easy to get like you know
2: Distracted or get too, like, you know, caught up in how awesome wherever you are, but like, make sure you're taking care of yourself and taking your meds
3: yeah. and keeping up with them. And if you are someone that uses those, like, pill a day packs, this is just a practical tip that I learned. If you have, like, a medication that could be c- considered a controlled substance in certain areas, like, you need to make sure that you have either your actual prescription bottle or you get one of your, like, pill a day packs from the actual pharmacy where those have the prescription on them. Mm-hmm. That's just something. Yeah, or a doctor's note. Yeah, doctor's note is key. Um, I also just like to buy really cheap face masks. Um, if you like look, look at the ingredients, like you can tell even if it's a dollar fifty, if it's actually going to be good. Um, hyaluronic acid, which I probably pronounced wrong, is very important. Hey, um, yeah. But honestly, like would I, when we went to Kenya, I brought face masks. You did? Did you do them on the plane? I did one on the plane, which yeah. it, it was it was a, a tiger face mask, so it was a big mistake, and I, look, I, look, <laughs> I didn't look cool. I looked scary. But um, that those are just like you can go, you can get them on Amazon. They're super cheap and like. Sometimes it's just nice to have something cool and like put it on your face and just make you feel relaxed. Mm-hmm. Um, also, drink water. Water. Stay hydrated and mm-hmm. stay moisturized. Yeah.
5: Um, As we're getting ready for our kind of big trip, group trip together, we're all thinking through some of like our travel anxieties are starting to pop up, or at least mine are.
0: Mine are. (laughs) Speaking
5: my truth, um, Jen, you mentioned that a little bit earlier, how travel anxiety is like a big thing, and a lot of people are, are riddled with it right before they take on these big or small trips. Um, before, whether it was, like, Kenya-specific or even some of the domestic travel, do you guys have reoccurring anxieties that pop up that you could address? We definitely, like,
3: all felt a little... We're all kind of anxious people. Mm-hmm. We're
5: good-hearted,
3: anxiety-ridden women. Yes. Amen. Um, I am, too. <laughs> and ditto. Yeah, 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 yeah.
2: I mean, know? I think one of my biggest fears is losing or misplacing my passport and not being able to get to where I need to go.
3: That's true. Yeah, you did talk about that
2: fear. Yeah, it's a big fear. It's terrifying to me, and I'm just like, I don't know. Like I know that some people will make um, copies of their passport and -hmm. leave it in their Mm -hmm. hotel room. I don't know how legit that is, though, in the airport if it's not like yeah the tangible one.
3: That's smart to have in case you do lose it, where you just have like the information. The info that maybe they could
2: look up. Yeah, I don't know, but I try to think of various ways. Just you know, I have two IDs. Yeah. I just try to be as (laughs) prepared as possible for any kind of craziness.
3: Yeah. Mm -hmm. I mean, I just, I generally just am sort of afraid of like the actual preparation for flying. Like for me, it's just like the fear sort of ramps up when it's like you're about to go to the airport. You have to get through customs. You Mm -hmm. have to do all these things. Mm -hmm. I mean, I brought like a fidget spinner, which I know people, those are like, they're kind of a toy, right? It's sort of a joke. But genuinely, like when I was feeling super anxious, I just started fidgeting with Mm -hmm. the spinner. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, as, as its name implies. And it was actually like calming. having, yeah, it was super calming. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, it, sometimes like you're just gonna feel anxious, you know, and you're gonna be scared. Yeah. But there are like certain tools that are airport safe.
2: Also, Jen and I may be the only ones who don't have TSA pre-check or global entry. Yeah. Try to get that. Yeah. Like, cause that will really minimize the anxiety, especially in the airport. You just kind of breeze through. Um, I've applied. I just haven't I gone to, to the apply.
3: interview.
4: I need to do that.
2: Yeah. Wait, you
3: have that. to interview <laughs> Yeah.
2: it? It's but like so. a
4: 10-second so. in interview. So? Yeah. All they do is like, because I, I have global entry, all they do is ask you like, pr- they pretty much just like gauge your personality and make sure you don't like have any nervous ticks. And then the number <laughs> that is like the conditional, um, what's that called? Like the conditional acceptance, that becomes your global entry number. My interview was like a minute. Oh, oh wow. wow. You just yeah, have to go to the airport system? to do it. Oh, okay. Yeah. You know
2: what? The interviews at LAX are like, you got to, it's like three months out.
4: Yeah, oh, same. okay.
2: Well, yeah, yeah, I, I so, should have done that three yeah. months ago. It did <laughs> take yeah. a while for them to get
5: back to me. But um, yeah.
2: the good thing is if you're traveling before, then you could do it at any airport. So if it's like a smaller airport, you can get oh an interview there. But that's just a little side note tip. Yeah. If you can help it, I would try to make sure whatever airline you're taking has outlets... Yeah, that was like yeah, a bit, for we, sure. on
3: our, one of our international flights, we didn't have outlets or, t- or internet. So it was just sort of like, it was
2: all of them. Yeah. Oh, yeah, it was all Cause of them. Because we took
3: um, KLM. KLM. Yeah,
2: to to Kenya. Oh, and oh. there were no outlets to charge. And there were no, there was nothing. Yeah, no internet. There, so it was just like, and they, they like, you know, they had TVs on the seats, but like, You know, at some point, we're in the air for like 23 hours. You kind of go through everything that's there.
3: Yeah, how many times can I watch the kissing scene from, you know, that tennis movie where Emma Stone's a lesbian? I don't know. A lot, actually. A lot of times. But,
1: you know, you get tired. Yeah, yeah. I just I just always think, especially if we're traveling as a group, I'm like, well, it can't take us all out at once. So <laughs> like, so, so I think we'll be lucky on
0: this flight. <laughs> That's super morbid. Sorry guys. My biggest flight anxiety is missing my flight. I don't know. I don't know what it is. I just am like, I gotta be at the airport three hours early. Yeah. I'm gonna yeah. somehow miss that flight. And then I get there and I'm like, Literally, it took me two seconds to get through security. Yeah, I'm that's always how it happens.
2: It's like when you're early, it's, you breeze through security. When you're late, right. the line is out the door.
1: Yeah. Yep. TSA pre-check has made me cocky. Same. I'm like, I'll get there 30 minutes before Maybe boarding. Maybe that's what I need <laughs> to get <Yeah>. I right. <laughs> like strolling the
4: airport. I should start wearing a cape. Yeah, think, <laughs> like... I'm
1: let me through. Like, I just think I'm all that now. (laughs) Right. Well, ladies, thank you so much for joining us. We are so elated to have you. We're going to um, make sure that everybody can check out everything that you're doing on on She Goes, so we're going to post uh, the links to our On She Goes podcast page and our SoundCloud. Um, but could you please tell everyone where they can find you guys online um, and anywhere else? I'm sure you don't want to give out your home. Did the lights go out yes. of again? Hold Sorry. on, we're just
3: going to... They're most sensitive. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Fred, you're, you have more room to... but we can't keep it's the like light Freddie's doing a great dance in here. Oh, it worked. Great. She's back.
2: <laughs> so you can find me on Instagram at Freddie just F-R-E-D-D-I-E, and on Twitter, at ransomnote, R-A-N-S-O-M-E <laughs> underscore note.
3: Yeah. You have the at Freddy Instagram, which is a win. It's a win, but yeah. I get tagged in a lot of random stuff. That's true. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, you can find me, uh, my Twitter and my Instagram handles are the same, so it's just at Jen Rigatoni, so it's J-E-N-R-I-G-A-T-O-N-I, just the pasta. It's easier for people to say. I think um, <laughs> I do also get tagged in random stuff, but it's usually like Italian restaurants. <laughs> 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 yeah, <laughs> it does look good though. So, um,
2: and then you can find our content mm-hmm. um, on our
3: Ladylike YouTube channel. So it's backslash Ladylike. Ladylike. Yeah, YouTube.com backslash Ladylike. And then we do have an Instagram account for our uh show and so that's at buzzfeed ladylike i believe and we do like live streams and we'll post and we'll do like fun behind the scenes content there if you want to see more yeah and ladylike is one word yes yeah and the the middle l is not capitalized not that that matters when you're doing a url <laughs> but we like to say it but we like to be specific
1: <laughs> <laughs> and do you guys have anything coming up uh outside of that that you're super excited about that you'd like to promote
3: well freddie's moderating a panel at beautycon this weekend with Ooh, um yeah i don't know when
2: this is coming out but yeah i'm moderating a panel at BeautyCon, and the topic is redefining masculinity nice. and so it's going to be uh it's six guests like six panelists so it's going to be like jonathan van ness jay versace oh my god Bretman, um keenan like there are a lot of people yeah. that i nice. can't name right now but It'll be great. Yeah. Also, I'm starting a YouTube channel. Yeah, you are. Yeah, Ooh, I'm starting yeah. a YouTube channel. Um, so keep a lookout for that. I'll be doing all announcements on my personal social media
3: accounts. Yeah. Hey. Nice. We will be on the lookout. What are yeah. you doing? i so excited. I mean, I'm just hanging out. You're hanging out. i skateboarding. Being dope. <laughs> yeah. 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 Watch this space, I suppose. We'll yeah. see. Yeah. Yeah.
1: All right, so if you see Jen skateboarding out, say hi. Yeah. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> yeah, yeah, please do. All right, guys, thank you so much. This was such a pleasure. You guys are hilarious. Um, I hope we can stay in touch. Um, and, um, yeah. That's pretty much it. Thanks for dealing with the lights going out and the (laughs) signal fading and the computer dying and all (laughs) that. Thank you so much for having us and for your
2: patience. This is amazing. Y'all are delightful. We had a blast. Thank you so much. Wonderful. We love
3: you guys. Thank you. Thank you 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 so much. Have a great day. Bye. 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 Watch me we'll say bye and I don't know how to turn it off. I'll be like, Bye.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Um, that was awesome. I feel like those girls are super sweet, super cool, very down to earth. And I think like that's what I really like about BuzzFeed in general is that they all their personalities are actual producers. Right. Mm-hmm. So they're just regular people that they're taking in and, and doing this with and saying, yep. hey, here's this opportunity. And I think that's so awesome and so rewarding for these people. Yeah. Um, I wanna ask you guys though, what are your bucket list things? And it doesn't have to be travel related. Like if you have a bucket list, uh, something you wanna kick it off kick off your bucket list this year, what would it be? This year,
4: like 2018? 2018. Oh Oof. boy. You don't got that much time left, so. I know. My bucket list, like well, I said, I do have a travel bucket list. Um, it was to go to London, Sydney, and Tokyo. I went to London in April. I'm trying to get to Tokyo by the end of the year. But I guess, like, I also want to finish writing a script that I've been working on because I really, really want to see written by Rebecca Russell on a TV screen. Yes! yes. I,
0: wanna I want to too. That. I wanna I wanna see it do. I want to see that too. as well.
5: <laughs> We're all in favor of that. Yes.
1: <laughs> How about you, Farron?
5: Well, I think I didn't know if in 2018 I was going to be able to do any international travel. It, because in 2017, I had planned like this big trip to Sweden. I was so proud of myself for it, takes a lot of work and planning. Mm. Um, so, this one, I'm so thankful. It looks like by the end of 2018, knock on wood, that kind of came into fruition. So, yes. I'm really glad I spent, So, you're about that to kick one off. Window. Yeah, exactly.
0: <laughs> Becca, do you have one? Oh, man. You know, uh, not my 2018 goal or bucket list, but my life bucket list has always been to live abroad at some point in my life. Even if it's like six months to like, Mm
2: -hmm. you know,
0: live abroad for a minute. And Mm -hmm. um, also I want to have broken Spanish by the end of 2018. That is a goal. So so I I can understand it if someone's not speaking too fast, but I cannot speak it back to you at all. Like I can be like, I understood what you said to me. But, well, I cannot respond. So, my goal is to be able to at least spit something back. I love that you that you like did the bucket list goal in moderation. Broken
1: Spanish. Yeah. like You're like, I'm yeah. not trying to be fluent. No. <laughs> I'm getting <laughs> realistic. Yeah. Right. That'll be the yeah. next, next realistic. Right. You know, we're
0: being realistic. That's the way to get Two a goal buckets. done, yeah. 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 Mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> my bucket list goal is definitely similar to Rebecca's. I want to sell a show. Um, yes. I we'll really want to together. sell a show by the end of the year. Of, you know, the things that I like to write. Um, And if I do have a travel bucket list, I want to go see my sister in Egypt. I have to do it in 2018. She's been out there. It doesn't make no sense Mm -hmm. to not go see her. Mm -hmm. Uh, Follow her. She's at Sarah West. S A R A H W E S, very similar to me. Um, and uh, I just really wanna, I want to get out there. She keeps telling me how magnificent it is. I keep hearing about people going to Africa in general, and just it being such an incredible experience. And I want that. I want to feel that. Yeah. So I think if I do that, maybe I'll get to go to. I'll get the bug to go to a few other places while I'm there as well. Yeah, nice. love that. Which is what I'm hoping. Um, Cool. I want to thank the BuzzFeed girls again so much. Uh, The Ladylike ladies, uh, Freddie and Jen, for coming on the show. Tune into it. It's such a cool feel-good. They're very relatable. These girls are awesome, and they are... Just so fun to watch. Um, we'll also post it on our podcast page and our SoundCloud, as I said already. And then don't forget to follow us at On she Goes Everywhere. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And DM us. Slide in our DMs. We do. We do answer our DMs.
4: And we see every single one.
3: We see them <laughs> all. We
1: see you. So don't forget to do that. And thanks so much, guys. Bye. 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 <laughs>